Hi, welcome to the Adrian Balcom podcast. I am your host, Adrian Balcom. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we're talking about what is a political campaign strategy. And often I get asked a lot of questions regarding what should they, what should a, a candidate invest in, and um, you know what are some things that will be valuable for their campaign. And I also am heavily involved in my area uh, in regard to um, you know information that's being um, passed from uh, city councils to uh, the current district as well as um, I'm familiar with uh, the constitution and all that so I used to be I used to be a council member so I have an idea on uh, when it comes to campaigning and and what that's like and step and being on the other side and what to look for so um, hopefully stay tuned and you can be able to learn something and maybe this will be the moment that you need to make that commitment to decide to uh, file for a uh, office and um, have a successful campaign. There may be affiliate links, which means that I may earn a commission if and when you click on or make purchases via the affiliate links in my post. So a campaign strategy provides a framework for your marketing efforts. It gives you a logical sequence to follow to make sure to take advantage of the tools and digital marketing panels that are right for you. And it keeps your efforts on track during the execution and implementation phases. Remember to work on your name recognition, public reputation, and campaign finances. You also need to make sure that you have some important assets in place like a campaign manager, volunteers, and voter list. A political campaign is a lot of work and you need to have people who have a good work ethic, pleasant attitude, and who are supportive. Usually a campaign manager is a paid position or it can be a volunteer role to coordinate a political campaign's operations such as fundraising, advertising, polling, getting out the vote, and scheduling events. Successful candidates must persuade voters that they deserve their individual vote. Name recognition. The most important part of a political campaign is name recognition. It is key to connect with the voter to recognize your name that ultimately gets the voter to select your name on election day. It helps to be established in the community before you start running for office. Get your name in the local paper, volunteer, show up to the meetings to let your voice be heard and or do something that helps the community. People will vote for names they know. Your name should be consistently branded on flyers, road signage, vehicle magnets, social media, and all campaign material. Public reputation. You want people to not only recognize your name, but also associate it with positive characteristics. You should, show, you should hope that when people hear your name, they will recall the things you've done for the community and the efforts you've made to make things better. In building a public reputation, your integrity may be challenged. The key is to remain positive, offer solutions, and stand your ground, especially standing against opposing corrupt status quo. Government research. Some candidates run for public office on a whim or because they were asked to fill out the application. Successful candidates, however, know the position well. They've researched their political division where they seek office. They know key people and the staff. They study the issues. When asked, they are capable to have a knowledgeable conversation. So 
you're running for city council, you want to review the agenda minutes, attend meetings, watch them online. Same thing with commissioner's court, read the, review the agenda minutes, attend the meetings, or watch them online. Same with the school board. Your board of trustees have agendas, minutes, and meetings, and you, could, you should be able to watch them online too. Be able to identify key staff members and understand each of their roles. Read the Constitution, the Texas Constitution, penal codes, Texas statutes, and ordinances in your jurisdiction, whether it's city, county, or district. Review the state congressman bill resolution sponsorships, voting record, publications, and more. Review the Texas state representative and or Texas state, state senator's bill resolution sponsorships, voting record, publications, and more. Texas Municipal League exists to provide legal, legislative, and training services to city governments in Texas. A majority of the municipalities are members. Texas Association of School Boards shares information through publications and training to help Texas board members serve their communities more effectively. Most ISDs, school board of trustees, are members. A list of appointments made by the Texas governor and to be familiar with of all the agencies that answer to the state legislatures. Sunset Commission recommends continuing transferring or abolishing an agency as well as other statutory changes to solve problems and make improvements identified in the Sunset Staff Report and through public comments. The legislature makes the final decisions on Sunset recommendations for statutory changes through legislation. The Sunset Commission may also direct an agency to address management and operational problems that do not require statutory changes. On the list that I just shared, there are quick links to where you can be able to uh, read more information on, uh, you know, on the, uh, the reciting website or document. Campaign finances. Successful campaigns need funding. If you're running in a large county, direct district, city, or there is a high voter turnout, raising money is a priority. Visit the County Election Administration website to review the voter turnout in the last couple of elections. This will help when you are narrowing down a budget. The materials you will need is to help boost your name recognition and get your message out. You want the public to know who you are and you would be honored to have their vote. Avoid fully self-funding your campaign. You must make the calls. You must ask for money. Often, people donate money because you personally are asking. Campaign assets. To make a successful run for your office, you need people or close friends, advisors, marketing gurus, social media mavericks, video pros, and people who are willing to support your run for office. Volunteers can help you you call voters, schedule events, attend events, send out mailers, take photos, manage your social media pages, block walk, hold signs on election day, and more. And let me just give you a reality check. If you decide that you're going to run for governor and you only have one person working with you to do all this, you are kidding yourself if you are going to be able to have a successful campaign if you're running for state you know for the governorship if you are in uh, a small local election 
you at least need to have volunteers working with you as well. I mean, you probably two to three people. And it also depends on the population as well. Like you, if you have over 100,000 people in your city, well, you're going to have to have a team of people too. So uh, be realistic. You know, the more support and more help that you get, it will help um, have you, you will have a a better chance in having a successful campaign. Campaign message. Communicate your intentions that speaks who you are and what you plan to do in office. Let me read that again. Communicate your intentions and that speaks who you are and what you plan to do in office. Very, very important. Hone that down. All this other junk that people do with coming up with uh, innuendos or gossip and all that, or or t- talking negatively about the other campaign, it doesn't do you any favors. Because at some point, if you are elected, people will remember those things, and it affects your your, your future relationships and uh, future things that you want to try to achieve uh, in in your district or in your area that you are. Um, uh, trying to be active on so be mindful of that focus on what you about your business about what you can do while you're in office and what you what you're trying to achieve that should be your entire intention about your campaign message prepare your voter list to obtain a list of voters specific to the district and or county contact the election administrator to request a copy of the registered voters with all of the voter history and an Excel spreadsheet via email. It will include their party status, which election they participated in, early voting, address, etc. It's normally free or it may be a small fee. Either way, you need a voter list. Next, you want to create a copy of that list. The original may be used for your direct mail distributor. Remove any voters who have not voted in the last three elections. Separate the early voters, remove your opponents, and or their known supporters. Curate the list to add phone numbers and current and contact notes, such as you spoke to them, handwritten thank you notes for financial contribution. You want to try to do that within two days, by the way. You that you left a door hanger or you went to an event. Um, and that they were there, you want to put that in your um, column that you cur- on your curated list. Create a color code system that you have their support. Update the, the, update the list after each day of early voting to see who on the list voted. Prepare mailings to be delivered the week before early voting. Depending on your budget, will determine how many mailers will be sent out. If you have the phone numbers of those who have said that they will be showing up to vote for you and they have not voted during early voting, then consider sending a text reminder and or give them a personal call. Let voting history be your guide. When you create a curated voter list and compare the numbers of the voting history, double the amount as that will be your goal to reach a solid voters needed to win. Always overestimate for your goal. People will disappoint you, get used to it and accept it. Some will take all sorts of ex- some will make up all sorts of excuses of why they did not vote for you or they did not come out to vote. You have to be prepared for all possible scenarios. Regardless if the election is in May or November, for example, you know 
there were 10,000 registered voters out of a population of 70,000 people. Review the voting history of what are the real numbers of actual voter turnout in the last two elections. Let's say that it was 1,000 voters was the actual voter turnout, and you know that your contested race needs to have a majority of the votes to win 501 votes. Even though you, knew, you know that it will take 501 votes to win, you should add 200 more to your goal to be 1,200, 1,200. Not every candidate is going to do this formula. In fact, they may take advantage of those who are new to the area and reach out to them first to get their support. Some GOPs provide these lists of registered voters from out of state that moved recently to the area, so you may not have local voting history on them and did not account for them. So be on the lookout for those underhanded tactics. Here are affordable options to consider to do for a successful campaign. A campaign website. Create a website that includes a professional photo of you and or family. Include what you're running for, all voting dates and locations, bio, contact information, forms to order a support sign, list your events, latest news, and or blog news. Create social media pages that links back to your website. Buy a website, domain name, hosting, and theme all in one place. If you go to my website, I can um, you can be able to click to learn more on how to get started from a blog post that I wrote. Candidacy press release. Whether you pay the election fee, collecting signatures to have your name on the ballot, or just file the application for a local office. It is always a good idea to write a press release that includes a recent professional headshot. Send to all the local papers where you reside and district and any district that you will be seeking office. Make sure it includes the website address so that voters may be able to learn more about you and follow up with you. Incorporate a short bio, accomplishments, public service related successes, and why are you running? Direct mail and our campaign mailers. Plan your mailing, map your routes, and let USPS deliver to every door you select through their Every Door Direct, EDD. It's a program that they offer. Follow the instructions of the size requirements of your printed direct mail, bundle in stacks of 100, and deliver to the post office location per the instructions. Save yourself time labels and stamps by letting the USPS deliver your mail pieces to all of the um, mailboxes that you want delivered. And just to kind of give you an idea of the sizes is 6.25 by 9 inches, 6 by 11 inches, 8.5 by 11 inches, and 12 and 15 by 15 inches, 12 by 15 inches. <laughs> E-newsletters. MailChimp is a user-friendly automated email marketing service to craft e-newsletters that you can provide campaign quick links and highlights. When subscribers opt in to receive information, you can send them your, your e-newsletters. Social media. Depending on your preference, create a Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, and or Instagram page. Now keep in mind you have to look at the, the, the generation that you're in. You may, as, as this time, um, I think that it's the next generation that's more into Snapchat and other type of social media um, uh, 
uh, apps. So you might want to start um, moving in that direction as well. So, uh, but for now, uh, the big heavy hitters right now is uh, Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Texting subscribers. When supporters register to receive information from you, include them on a list to receive text messages with call multiplier. This is a good tool to use for call to action and the open rate is very high. There is um, a trial period and uh, they also have a monthly fee. So depending on how many subscribers that you have listed, um, it's a it's a pretty good little program or little it's a pretty good app to use. County GOP, GOP clubs. Whether you're a paying GOP member of the, of the party or not, they should take your campaign material to share when they go door to door to get out the vote. That is if they actually block walk or do or do the actual work that they are supposed to be doing. So um, just to let you know, you don't have to like drop off a whole bunch of campaign material, just enough um, to include in their um, material that they can be able to use to go block walk. So they're not supposed to be endorsing candidates or propositions. If they do and you have evidence of it, you can file an ethics complaint with the Ethics Commission. Sign up to speak at their candidate forums, club meetings, candidate meet and greets, or send them event information to send their members or to send to their members or subscribers. So you just want to um, provide uh, um, resources for them because they are supposed to be providing information to those who are normal voters uh, per their party so block walking block walking is a, is good if you're seeking a local position when you are identifying your schedule of events try to incorporate a time for decent hours to knock on doors introduce yourself let them know that you are seeking to be elected for a certain office and ask them what their what are their concerns take notes and get their name whether they vote for you or not, it would be a, it would be good to review their issues or address it. Keep in mind, most of the elected positions are bipartisan, so you have to um, work with people regardless of what they believe, and because you are taking a public service position. Town halls, post and formal meetings either digitally or in person for citizens constituents to vote to voice their opinions on issues that affect the community at large for this type of event consider a public building like a city hall library a school a church or a park all these events for attendees to come to all of these events will be able to be an opportunity for attendees to come to the microphone to ask their questions it does help sometimes to have a box for guests to insert a question in case the same questions keep coming up or the meeting can be only about a specific topic and the candidate goes over their ideas provide a location for people to sign up and the visitor and the and for the visitors to write their information on that form so Consider all the little spots that you have in that room or on that location. If it's outside, uh, bring up one of those pop-up tents. You know, you can you can dazzle it up, jazz it up to be a little bit more patriotic, and you can put your signage out there um, for them to take take those items with them if they are wanting to support you. Podcast. Set a time on your schedule and talk about your campaign. Pick a topic. For your episode and just talk as if you're talking to a voter 
It's affordable and you don't have to worry about hair and makeup. Click here to get started. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, don't, don't, uh, Anchor is also with Spotify, so they definitely have other, um, channels that you can be able to use. It's very affordable. It's free. So take advantage of it. Um, of course they have other type of packages too that are available. So, um, check it out. I mean, there's, it's not, this particular thing is not being uh, taken advantage of. And I think it would be a really good fit for anybody that's running for office. YouTube, create a channel to post your campaign videos. You can embed them on your website, eblast, text the link and create sponsored Facebook video ads petition for name on ballot for county to state offices. The application for a place on the primary ballot must be accompanied by either a filing fee or a petition in lieu of filing fee signed by a certain number of qualified voters. You must find what the percentage that you may need to get by reviewing the Secretary of State website and review the last Apple election. Certain districts and counties may have been excluded to have a set number due to population or latest election amendment in effect. Don't wait until the filing period opens to make a decision on whether you are paying the filing fee or doing a petition. If you choose to do, to do the petition to accompany your application, then here are some suggestions on how to achieve the signature goal. Number one is always have your petition with you on a clipboard and a black pen. Every event that you host, have the petition available for people to sign. Host a sign and drive at a public parking lot, like a county courthouse, city hall, library, etc. List your events on your website and mention that you are trying to obtain signatures in lieu of the filing fee. By signing the petition, it doesn't necessarily mean that the signer will vote for you. The signers must be registered voters. Let me repeat that. The sign, the signers must be registered voters. Each column per line must be filled out correctly. Don't be a waffler on this and think that it won't be verified by the election secretary. Be mindful of holidays. Don't knock on doors on Sunday mornings nor after sunset. I wish you success in your campaign and I hope that this information was helpful to you. Um, hope if it's a journey and at times can be very weary. Your family will most likely feel the immediate effects. Do what you can to keep your focus as family first. Often elected officials get disconnected from those they represent until it comes to election time when they are seeking their vote. To get more motivation, please consider reading another post where I reviewed the five-star plan. If you have not uh, visited my website, please do. It's adrianbalcom.com. Um, I also have a Facebook page and Instagram, uh, consider following that as well as my Pinterest page. Um, thank you so much and you have a great day.